if you can nail those two things, it's pretty much like an antidepressant. It's pretty much like an antidepressant. You're listening to episode 87 of the 58 Take, Australia's podcast. Be strong, stay calm, be you. Momento Mori. No, you were right, man. You were right about that <laughs> KO. Jake Paul KO'd the fuck out of Tyron Woodley, like stiff board <laughs> styles. Bro, I fucking knew it. Like, you know what's so funny? is He's so underrated and everyone doubts him, but he just – he just makes it happen, man. Like he's fucking, he's actually making some noise. To be fair, the fight was a little bit shitty. Oh, it was shit, but like, <laughs> you still got to give him credit. Five <laughs> zero. Yeah, no, we do. And, and, you know, uh, you can't, you, like, you can't discredit the guy. And after, after, you know, he's knocked, as he says, as he, as he likes to remind in every interview, and to be fair, I would say the same thing. I have knocked out everyone that I've fought, which is true. <laughs> like, it's true, yeah, man. Yeah, it's actually true. Like, he's doing, he's, um, he's doing good. He know, yeah, he knows how to really talk it, but like, he's so good at fucking hyping it up that, I don't know, because he backs it up, it's making him so, like, famous. Yeah. it's his, He's got this, um, I think because he comes from a content creator's background. Like, I don't know, did you watch that face-to-face that he had with Tyron? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and I think he he just understands media so well man like gifting him the the rolex and then tyrone's like why is the moon out right now and he turns around and it like other fighters would just left that and then he's like yeah yeah the moon's out yeah he's right and then comes back like the little <laughs> things that he does is is yeah it is brilliant to watch man as an entertainer yeah i um i don't know what like you know what the what will bring for him. But um, I don't know. A few people have said maybe Tyson Fury is on the cards in the future, but I highly doubt that. Right, come on. Whoa, whoa. You get, uh, he, would, he would definitely get knocked out. Tyson Fury <laughs> against Jake Paul. Legit, man. I've had a few – because I, I know a fair few people in the boxing scene because I've interviewed yeah, a few. You, yeah. I want to get into that as and well. They, yeah. Yeah, they just, I don't know, man, just like a few little rumors and shit. Because obviously we don't hear it all, but apparently that's what he's trying to aim for on the cards, Tyson. <laughs> he's well, like the best. <laughs> you you got to give the kid like credit, eh, like where it's due. If you're, if you're coming into the sport, you're two years in and you got, you got the balls to be like, yeah, no, nah, I'd go Tyson Fury. Like, fair play. Yeah. Like, fair play. Oh, man, but it's only going to bring him more. Like, imagine if you fucking knock Tyson out. Like, he'd legit be the GOAT. Like, he'd be the king of the world. <laughs> who who do you reckon is – um is I think – is he is he the same size? Or Tyson might – Tyson's definitely taller than him for sure. But who do you reckon – Tyson's taller, yeah. Who do you reckon will be a bigger pay-per-view? Jake Paul versus Tyson Fury or Jake Paul versus McGregor? Fuck. Oh. <laughs> Man, that's fucking hard. Do you know why? Like, obviously, I would say McGregor off the bat because he's got more exposure. Mm. But because Tyson's known as a boxer and I don't know, man, that would be, yeah. That's a hard one, eh? Who do you think? I reckon if if Jake Paul grabs um, Tommy Fury and just knocks him spark out, I think Tyson Fury would be a bigger draw. But if if McGregor comes in now, like McGregor's just got that pull, and because he's lost so many times, I think Tyson. If he versus Tyson, people are just going to be like Tyson's going to walk through him. But McGregor, I think, because McGregor's been on a losing spree. I think if McGregor comes in now, that they, they might be like, oh, it might like Jake Paul might actually beat him. Who do you reckon wins in that? Yeah, that's fight? actually true. <laughs> Man, to be honest, like <laughs> I actually might even give it to Jake <laughs> because 
Oh, like legit, I'm not even kidding. Like he's five and zero, and McGregor's probably the opposite. He's you know probably lost his last five, and I don't know, man. Like the kid's got fucking. He backs himself, and he could. You never know what could happen. He he has he, he has done a madness. Eh? We're living in another universe where we're like credit to him though. Like honestly, credit to him, bro. And I heard, um, yeah. and and then his Logan Paul fights Mayweather, and just fought Mayweather, and now he's going to fight what Tyson as well, uh, Mike Tyson. We're living in crazy times. Really? Yeah, Je- uh, February apparently that's scheduled. Yeah, wow. Yeah, Mike Tyson's like my idol, like legit. He's like the number one person. I'm, I don't know, man. He just motivates the fuck out of me. I love it. I love like he's he's a really smart dude. I've listened to his podcast a few times, and it, like I think some of the shit that he says is overlooked. But it to me, it's like it's it's real deep and it's at a higher level. Oh, bro, he's actually, you know, yeah, he's done his shit in the past, and but man, when you get that famous that quick, and you know. He, if you go watch like the documentary and that, how he got all his money taken off him and etc., he's he's actually a good guy, man. Like he's actually a good proper guy. Yeah, he's like, I just watching watching what happened to him is insane. I think that's like only who was that guy? Is it Al Heyman? No, it's not Al Heyman. Yeah, it is Al Heyman, isn't it? Yeah, I, nah, I know who you're talking about, but yeah, and it, it like what he did that er, like that era of boxing, a lot of them were getting ripped off. That was it. That was yeah. insane. It's yeah, but but I, man, to be that good, like I honestly reckon he's the best boxer to ever, you know, walk on this planet. Um, you know, people beg to differ, but mm. if you are that man, like. Imagine if you were the best boxer in the fucking world and you had his swagger. Like, obviously, you're going to have a bit of – you're going to be different. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to own like, a few you're tigers. Fucking, you, yeah, you're going to fucking think you're all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%. And I, I like it. I like his – I like – I like how he's just down at like he seems down to earth. I'd love to speak to Mike Tyson. Hopefully, um, one day I will get to. That's a guy that is so he's just intriguing, man. He's super intriguing. And talking about speaking to people and boxers, you spoke to what Danny Green is a person that you've spoken to lately. Yeah, bro. So I've had Danny Green on. I've had Michael Zarafa, who just won last night. Yeah. Um. And Luke Jackson. So yeah, three pros. And you what like what is some of the takeaways that they've given that you that you got from those episodes speaking to them? Because they they've reached some some heights in their fields, man. Yeah, bro. I was pretty on on obviously I think you know Danny's the goat out of them. Um but basically I don't know, man. Danny was so fucking humble, like <laughs> I was like, what was it like to knock out Roy Jones Jr. and all of that type of stuff? And he was just like, I was like, you know, you you considered pretty much the best uh, boxer to ever, you know, come out of Australia. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't see it that way and all of this. And he was just so humble and modest, man. Um, and he's like a proper family man. He's actually doing very well business-wise now. He owns the 12 rounds. I don't yeah. know if you've seen them. Yeah. He owns so that. He owns that. Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And they're franchised everywhere, man. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I got that out of him, man. He's just an all-around good person. Um, Zarafa was like, he's got a bit of, um, he's got a bit of cocky confidence about him and he knows this. Um, you either love or hate Zarafa and you'll find that like a lot of people don't like him. A lot of people love him. Mm. But I love him, man. He's like just straight up. Um, you know, he is the best middleweight boxer in Australia right now. And I mean, I think in the number one in the world, I don't, I'm not sure, but yeah, man, he's very, he's kind of like mundane, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and yeah, he creates a lot of hype. So it was good. And then Luke is just, he's a fucking, you wouldn't even picture him as a boxer, man. When I had him on, he was just 
talking like he was my friend and um, just a proper good person, man, and trying to give back to the community and stuff like that. I'd say I'd say George Cambosis would be up there as well as um as an amazing oh, Australian yeah. boxer. What he's done lately is is phenomenal. He's he's fantastic. And Danny Green, yeah, Danny, I remember that fight with Roy Jones. That was that was history, Australian history. Was it? I think it was first round he got him in. And right, it was like fucking fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was like you couldn't have asked for any more, you know, if you're a Danny Green fan. Like it was just absolutely crazy. And I was I was in Perth at the time because I originally, um, when I first moved to Australia, I moved over to Perth uh, before I came over here to Sydney. And he's he's from Perth. And the I just remember being in the pub at the time, eh? And then just everyone just went off. And I had a lot. I had... <laughs> I had um, like with all my mates, all my mates were like it. They, you know, like sometimes they, you know, your mates know a lot, think they know a lot more of a sport than than they actually do. So everyone, everyone, and and it's fair enough. Roy Jones is a legend. Everyone was going for Roy Jones, and I, and I'm a person that um usually does the opposite of of everyone. So when everyone was going for Roy Jones, I was like, you know what? Danny Green, Danny Green, hundred percent, hundred percent. And when he got that KO, yeah. I just remember just ripping it into everyone. I'm like, user in <laughs> Perth, and you're going for a yank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Um, it was a fucking good knockout too. So yeah, that was yeah that I don't know, man. I actually watched that like. I've watched that over probably a hundred times on YouTube. It's a fucking, it's really good. Yeah, he is an absolute legend, man. What's is he? What's is he your favorite guest that you've had? What's your favorite guest? Because you got quite a diverse range, man. I've seen you've even got some political figures, whether it's released or coming up. I'm not too sure. Yes, I've had Pauline Hanson on. Uh, that was my last one. Um, I can't really say a favorite and I try to do a little bit of everyone. That's, I think that's the best way to do it is get a bit of, you know, at the end of the day, people want to listen to a lot of different shit. Yeah. Um, so that's why I do it. But, um, fuck, I'm trying to think. Um, nah, to be honest, man, they've all been good in their own ways. Like I've had some people on there that have, you know, almost committed suicide and then turned their lives around and yeah, it's just all good, man. Like I just love, this is why I love podcasts is because you get to know so many different people and you get so many good connections out of it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like you is speaking. I'm, I'm so glad. Like I used to watch Joe Rogan like almost religiously, man. Like every single episode back when he had even the snowflakes coming down his screen. And, um, I, I always loved the medium. So when I, when I hopped in and started speaking to people, the connections that you make, and it's yeah, it's amazing. You had some higher level conversations as well. What was what was uh the Pauline Handsome one? I guess you've just done that one. So what was that one like? Yeah, it's fucking good, man. It was basically all about what's happening right now in the world with COVID, lockdowns, masks, freedom versus rights. Um, and yeah, she just blasts it. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's a legend, though. Well, like a legend. Yeah, in she's the, straight up, man. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's 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 what I mean. Like anyone that is just a straight shooter to me is a legend. Like I I appreciate that. Whether whether I agree with it or don't agree with some of the discussions or or whatever it is, um, the mark of an intelligent person is to take something on board and then um, put it aside, whether you agree with it or not. That was Aristotle said that, and so. Yeah, I appreciate the straight shooting um, that she does. So what what did she say? What, what were some main things that she brought up that you were like, yeah, you know what? And now a word from our sponsor. A word from the guys that keeps the lights on in this place. Um, a big shout out to Julian and his team at loanoptions.ai. Loanoptions.ai slash 58. 
Go to loanoptions.ai slash 58 for any loans that you need, whether it's business loans, whether it's you need some cash on holiday, you need to consolidate your finances, whatever you need financially, go to loanoptions.ai. Julian will help you there. His, his team's amazing. Uh, you've, you've heard us um, praise him before and this episode is no different. He doesn't discriminate, neither does his team, and we truly appreciate the partnership that we have with them. Go to loanoptions.ai slash 58. Now, without further ado, let's get into this episode. Fuck so much, man. You're going to have to listen to it. But honestly, she um she pretty much just says, like, at the end of the day, if you want to, if you want to, um, like if you want to wear your mask and you want to do all of this and follow the rules of what's happening, you can do that. But um, you can't force that upon me. Like we all have our own rights and freedom and I'm going to stand up for what I believe in. And so is one nation, which is her um, political thing. And she's just like, we just need to all get behind each other. And, um, you know, you need to vote for us because the world's never going to change if, you're voting for the other, the ones that are obviously causing all of this. And she just reckons it's all, you know, obviously COVID's real. Like it's mm. real. It's an actual, you can catch it. But the way they're controlling it is bullshit and it's out of hand. And it's, there's just so much behind it, man, in terms of they're just pretty much trying to depopulize the population uh, with the vaccine. That's the whole point of it. And before we get to, you know, how you started uh, IME, the podcast itself and, and yourself, what, what was your thoughts coming into everything? Like coming into that discussion and your thoughts towards everything that's happening? Because I've spoken to people that, you know, have all sorts of views regarding this. And it's one topic that it's – it's all over the shop, man. And it, it's, it's dividing a lot of people. And however, there's those people that come to a middle ground and being like, yeah, I can see both sides and I can see like, you know, it being real, everyone can catch it. And then you got the other side that's like completely like, it's, it's not real, it's fabricated. And then you got one side that's like, you're going to die if you get it. You know what I mean? What was your yeah. thoughts coming into that podcast? And what's your thoughts um, afterwards? I I believe it's all bullshit what's happening, man, if that's what you mean. Yeah. Um I don't I don't believe in the vaccine. Um it's bullshit. I don't believe you should wear a mask. You know, we're brought on this planet to fucking breathe oxygen. <laughs> and um it's like they're trying to kill us, man, and just um depopulate the population and they're trying to just take control of us when that's not needed, man. The the COVID's no different to the flu and everyone's walking around with the flu right now, but they're not shutting fucking borders and doing all of this, are they? You know what I mean? Mm. And what's restrictions yes. been up there, man? How's that been? Especially like, oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, no, we haven't been in lockdown or anything, but um, obviously we haven't been able to leave the state. Yeah. And yeah, obviously we can't leave the country. No one can. I don't, I'm not sure what the rules are with all of that, but. I just think it's bullshit, man. I just hope the world gets back to what it used to be. And, you know, even for the businesses, like so many businesses and people are suffering and it's crazy. Because you guys got – you guys has have had it chill for a little bit. You've got the least um, amount of um, vaccine uptake. But you guys got a massive concentration camp being built. And uh, she's – like the leader over there, she's she's all about that that concentration camp. She's like posting about it on her Instagram, and she's she's all about it. What's the people up there on the ground saying when they see her posting this camp and being like, "Yeah, it's almost done." Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't really dive that in, that deep into it. Um, I don't really like talking about it. To be honest, it makes me angry. <laughs> but um. No, nah, I just, I don't know, man. I really just hope it changes and that's, I suppose that's all we can really ask for. Yeah. No, nah, 100%, yeah. man. I, I think, yeah, I think 
hopefully things do get better. Um, it's gotten better here in Sydney, so hopefully it stays that way. All the all the stuff has been yeah really thrown out, um, which is good. But yeah, um, back to who's the po- your favorite guest you've had on your podcast? Great question. Um, I really on there. yeah, I really enjoyed uh, two people. I enjoyed this guy called Epoch Rising which we talked about like sacred geometry. We talked about stoicism. We talked about like philosophy in general, um, some religion um, as well in there and just like higher perspectives of life and um, how to, you know, energies and, um, you know, uh, action, reaction and other frameworks. And then I've also enjoyed a episode that I had with a guy called Nick Patterson, who's a, he's, he was a professional MMA fighter. He had about 40 fights and then he uh, created uh, Peacemakers, which is this uh, organization down in, down in Melbourne. So those, those two are probably, probably up there with um, some of my favorites. Like I've had doctors on, you know, and um, I like to have their perspective too. And and it's a blessing that, you know, they want to have a chat, a down-to-earth chat. But to me, those those conversations were super interesting. Um, and, yeah, I enjoyed those pretty much the most. What made you start I Am Me? Yeah, good question, man. I think just I wanted to um, get heard and, you know, be known differently than obviously – what people see me as on my Instagram, just my image. Mm. Um, Cause I get obviously perceived as something different based off my ink and my look. Whereas I wanted to actually speak more openly about, you know, the person I actually am and how I want to help people with mental health and mindset and all of that type of stuff. And yeah, I don't know, man, it just become an addiction. I'm, I fucking love the podcast. Hey, what do you perceive what's your perception of others that what's your perception that others perceive i know what you you? mean yeah Um, that was a a tongue twister there that was a tongue twister (laughs) um i'll be straight up man like i don't talk any shit as you know um i think people think i'm a uh like obviously you know you might know my past with the steroids and that but no people think i'm this bikey, drug addict, steroid user, um, all of that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, um, like even kind of like fuck boy, whereas I'm the complete opposite. (laughs) Um, so yeah, it's just literally everything that they probably think I'm literally usually the opposite. So it's pretty funny. Is it, is it like a, uh, when you say, when they say the, the fuck boy, is that, is that like a, um, is that kind from of, the area like block up a- like a uh, reality show Gold Coast? There was Gold Coast had a few reality TV shows over there. Do you mean like that? Yeah, kind of like I just I'm a slut. I hit on every girl. I get with every girl, <laughs> etc. But I don't. <laughs> nah, uh, nah. I get you. I, I get what you mean. And and um. So you just wanted them to really understand who you are and who who is Jackson Tippett. To this level, that's a fucking massive question, man. Who that was like an almost current affairs question. Who 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 are you? <laughs> who are you deep inside? <laughs> but yeah, who who? Yeah. What's the perception you wanna like of your true self that you want people to understand you more? Honestly, God, man, just genuine, um, loyal, and just um, a person that wants to help other people. Uh, that that's basically it in a nutshell. I just want to be known as being real, um, which I know I'm real. Like, you know, there's a lot of fake people out there. Um, I'm definitely not one of them. I used to be fake. I'll be, I'll be honest. Mm. Um, I really want to help people and I do help a lot of people with my coaching, uh, my podcast and the way I give back to the community and just genuine, man. So I think they're three, you know, attributes you, you should all have in life. So uh, hundred like, thousand percent on that man and i think that's coming out more genuine people uh uh is what the world is really 
longing for. Like I feel like we've had that reality phase uh, on TV and everything and people are just looking for like real energy and real connectivity and real people to connect to. Possibly why you like you have amassed such a following as well. Maybe like from from the perception of what you think people see, maybe they see something deeper because you've got traction, man. How like what? How do you keep up with DMs? Like, <laughs> uh, bro, I'm I'm like a tiny on the Instagram. I'm a tiny version of you, and I find it hard to keep up, man. How do you do it? It's yeah, it's it's literally like a full time job, bro. Um, I'm not gonna lie. But, um, yeah, I think it's just putting in the time, man. Uh, it gets taxing and tiring, as you know. But yeah. I don't know, man. Like, it, it works. And I suppose the reason people see me as, you know, like I do get a lot of loyal love and stuff like that is because I give my time back to so many people. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't do that with a following, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I think it's important, you know what I mean? Because... At the end of the day, if someone's looking up to you, not saying I'm king shit or anything, but if someone admires you or looks up to you or um, gets motivated by you and they go send you a message or something or, uh, you know, um, put a comment on your post and you don't reply, do you think they're going to be, you know what I mean? Like when you reply, that makes their day. So like I just feel like if someone's taking their time to say I'm – motivating their life why the fuck would i not reply you know what i mean yeah i i do and i yeah that's why i try to um coming back to everyone and respond to everyone i find it i find it like you're getting like 600 plus comments man it's it's insane which is amazing like you've got you've built an amazing following and people back you and speaking to the the guests that you had on your podcast are incredible people so it looks like you're you're really building an amazing unique thing which is good to see. Yeah, thanks, bro. I think yours is, I don't know, like I've had a bit of a look at your page and for a podcast page, man, I think it gets pretty good traction. Yeah, I do what I can, bro. I do what I can. I think uh, it's weird. Like it's a weird development on on my end, which I'm still figuring out. I'm still on on this personal journey uh, of mine. And yeah, Yeah. it's just continuous. Are you spiritual or, or religious at all? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent Christian. Yeah, Christian. Yeah, yeah. Like straight Christian, or is it? Um, have you got a? It's not. It's not a sect, is it? It is a sect. Like, are you no, Catholic? I'm, are you Protestant? Um, or do you just like straight Christian and don't go to church? Or no, I do go to church, man. Just obviously, I'm not gonna sit here and say I go to church every weekend but yeah I yeah I have I've gone a lot in the past and I'll try get there you know once every two months so yeah I've got um I've got a lot of um what do you call them a lot of crosses tattooed on me actually that's probably my most common tattoo on me why is that um just God, like, you know, the the cross and how he died for us and stuff like that. And I don't know. It's just something that I kind of like and yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking like I've been thinking about. Guess how many I've got on me, bro. Dead set. You know how many tattoos you've got on you? No, no, no. Crosses. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> but do you have a number of how many tats you have? Because you're loaded, oh. bro. No, nah, I wouldn't have a clue, man. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> when when was the point where you were like, all right, I have no clue how many tats is on me? Oh, uh, fucking years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I, um, I went a bit overboard to be honest, but it is what it is and, you know, you just got to embrace them because it's who I am, so. But you know how many crosses are on you? Yes, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got Eight. Eight. Just eight, be, just, legit yeah, eight, eight, isn't it? Eight resembles rebirth. I'm pretty, I'm pretty I think sure. so. 
on um through the Bible and in numerology, it's um yeah unique, man. That's that's a that's a good number to to have. Did you did you plan on that or did, would you just like all right all right guys uh today I'm just gonna get across. Um, no, I just started with one, which if you look close, it's just below my chest, like on my sternum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just was like, fuck, that looks cool. And like, I do, you know, I'm into this and I don't know. I just kind of kept getting more. <laughs> yeah. Cause now, now you're loaded, bro. But it's mad. Yeah. Like do each of them is unique. Like uh, as in unique, as in Ross each of them have the a tattoo. story, tattoos, each of them have a story for you or you just get them because they're cool? No, I'll be honest, man. Um, like I've got my family on there in dog tags um, and I've got a koi fish going up sea, which is like good luck. Mm. And besides that, the rest are just all junk. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I got, yeah. I got, I got two. I got two, two genuine tattoos, like two meaningful tattoos. I I just got two tattoos. Period. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I got the a. Rest uh, is crap. <laughs> I got one that's that's meaningful. Um, just in the back of my arm here, and then the other one is a one hundred emoji on my ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually? <laughs> yeah, like literally. It's I got the one hundred. I me and my brother were in Peru, and then um we we just went. You know, I think. I don't know if that Drake song was coming out, but we were listening to it a lot. You know that we go zero to a hundred real quick. Oh yeah, yeah and um, and then I was like, and I was like, you know what, bro? Let's get the hundred emoji on us because we're going <laughs> zero to a hundred in this trip. And yeah, That's and, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so then I yeah, so then I popped the hundred emoji there, and then yeah, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Do you like? Do you have artists that you look up to or, or coaches that you look up to? you got your coaching business, which is amazing. You're helping a lot of people there. Do you have um, particular coaches that you look up to? Is there someone in the fitness industry or just in general, maybe marketing um, that you look to watch or take some inspiration from? To be honest, I'm just going to say Mike Tyson. <laughs> My guy. I just, oh, I'm not even kidding. Like I very – yeah, I've got a lot of um, – artwork of him in my room um yeah him man and um just looking behind me now i like kobe bryant bro um i think he's got like a king king mentality and um just the way he went about everything if you actually fully read and watch a lot of what he did he's um yeah he's one of the best men to ever you know ever walk this earth his death was tragic dude oh so sad man like a, it was a helicopter crash, wasn't it? Yeah, with with his fucking daughter in there. Oh, his daughter was in there. Man, yeah, it was I, bad, man. A lot of yeah, it was that was pretty sad to be honest. But man, I completely yeah. forgot that, eh? Yeah, you couldn't think of anything worse, hey? Like, and they were just going on a little um, I think they were just going on a little trip, and then. Yeah, they're both dead the next day. Like, it's just crazy. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Imagine his, um, imagine what his wife would be going through. Oh, man. I couldn't imagine that. Like, that's, that's insane. That would be so much pain. Like, I do like, um, I like Kanye West too. I like him. He's different. He's fucking got swagger and he's, he's killing it. <laughs> Kanye, Kanye is awesome. Like I, I appreciate yeah. that you admit that because some people like they've switched sides or something. Like they, they, they. Everyone loved Kanye, and then, and then suddenly they switch, and then Kanye just drops an awesome album, and then everyone switches back to Kanye. And hundred percent, it, it doesn't. Like I don't understand it. He's just a. To me, he if he you, is it like great yeah. artist. Yeah, if you actually go listen to all his lyrics, they're not bullshit. It's all about life or him and Kim or you know what I mean? Um, even, you know, the fact that he runs his own church and that. Like, I think he's, a, you know, he obviously owns Yeezy, which is probably the most popular fucking shoe right now with Adidas. Yeah. Um, 
he's doing a lot of things, man. Like you got to give him credit. A hundred percent. And he's across so many things. You just like, you got to respect that drive. Like he comes from being a producer to then rapping himself to then doing the clothing line. Then, then he moves into shoes within, within the fashion world. And then he moves, tr- pivots to electronics and products, hasn't had as much success in there, but still the Donda brand is amazing. So yeah, he's amazing, dude. He's, he's, he's yeah, just a all-round artist. Do you believe him when he says, I'm a genius? Um, that's a, that's a big word. Um, yeah, I, I reckon he's, yeah, he's a genius. <laughs> or what do you reckon it takes to be a genius? Like, what would you, what would you say you've, you'd achieve in, in, um, in life for you to be like, all right, I'm a genius. Um, I don't know. I just reckon if you can inspire millions of people around the world, you're a genius in some way. And he's definitely done that. Hey, I can respect that. And to be honest, man, if you <laughs> if you can be with the, you know, probably one of the most recognizable girls in the world, Kim Kardashian, and you can still control that where you can run the relationship and just go, no, nah, I don't want you. And not saying this is like, but he, man, he just knows he's, he, he's got swagger. Like he just doesn't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he can go date another girl and leave Kim and then like, you know, like anyone would kill to be with her. Like it's just, he obviously just knows he's the best. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got, he's got, he's got that confidence that I think everyone can um, take away some like some inspiration from it to have that level of like belief in yourself is is inspiring and yeah it's it's some it's someone that um yeah i look up to as well uh, to be dead honest with you and you mentioned that you're not a womanizer you're not a slut my bro <laughs> have you got a missus or or are you single at the minute no, nah, I'm actually single. I was in a relationship for four years, yeah. um, about 10 months ago. and 10 months ago? Yeah, man. Yeah. Was it COVID, the situation that sort of split it apart? Or if you don't mind me asking what happened? Nah, man, just, just different terms of life. Like I think, you know, like there's no point dragging on something that like, I don't know, like if you're at different stages of life, even if you love each other, like sometimes love isn't enough. And, you know, I'm a big believer in if we connect again, we connect later on down the track, but you just, you shouldn't have to force stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just, I don't know, ever since I've been like single, if that's what you want to call it, I don't like the word because I just call it like working on myself ever since I've been single, mm-hmm. I've just been working on my business and just growing myself. Do you believe you need to be at a certain level to be with a partner or do you believe a partner elevates you? Partners should elevate you, but I don't think majority of IG, that's it's the opposite, but that's what a true partner should do. Yeah, I agree with that. So run me, run me through the, the fitness man. How, how did you get started there? And what was this about a steroid use that you just mentioned earlier in the episode um yes i've i've always been into um into fitness um i grew up playing a lot of sport afl and basketball and just always been active my parents probably uh brought that upon me when i was you know they just never let us eat junk food as kids and like we didn't like play video games it was all the opposite like get out um you know we were we were brought up to eat everything and, you know, all of that type of stuff. And I suppose that kind of stuck with me. And then I used a lot, utilized it to obviously eating better and watching my health and um, getting into gym and just all of that type of stuff. So that's where that all came about. And then, yeah, man, I've always loved fitness. I kind of grew an obsession with it when I just, I don't know, I was just fascinated with like how you train 
and what food you put into your mouth can change the way you look, but not only the way you look, the way you feel, your hormones, um, your energy, like all of that. Like I believe exercise and food, if you can if you can nail those two things, it's pretty much like an antidepressant. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that. There's a lot of people depressed in this world because they don't actually get up and move at all in the day or they fucking feed themselves with shit. Um, we're not designed to do that. And I don't know, that's where I really got into it, man. Like I just think it's so like fascinating how the body can change. Did it come from a depressed state where you like, uh, um, like there's some, there's a, a lot of um, uh, fitness individuals and especially um, that's in the industry that that's where it stem stem from. They were, you know, they they felt down. They they some of them, you know, were a bit overweight, and then they went on this journey and they just felt completely better. Did it stem from that, or you always enjoyed fitness as? Um, after playing sports and so on? No, I always enjoyed it, but I just, um, I just know that when I even like to this day, when I get up and go for a walk or a run or go to the gym, how much better I feel after that, even though I might not want to do it when I get up, I know how much I feel better, like my endorphins and how complete my day is after I actually finish it. So it's just like, it's kind of like an addiction. Mm. And I want everyone to experience that because I think everyone should, you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. I was um I've I've had issues lately, but when I started um Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I was like that. Um I was competing, I won my ADCC and I was doing it every single day. We had lockdowns here and getting back into fitness is um is is a struggle but when you're in there and you're going every single day it, it is like a drug i'd i'd go and and spar like i'd have yeah. sessions back to back and um it was yeah, i was telling everyone like you you need to do jiu-jitsu you need to do jiu-jitsu it's um it's it's clears your head completely and for those that have sort of lost some motivation maybe uh someone listening to this was experiencing some lockdowns and they were on their fitness drive and lockdowns really drive to eating drunk food and so on and so forth because the body stays still for so long what's um something that they can use and implement to get them back uh into that um fitness addiction mentality um, just know how good it feels when you finish it and, you know, how you feel confidence-wise, energy and all of that. And if that doesn't get you back into it, then I don't think anything will. <laughs> I, love, <laughs> I love the brutal honesty. <laughs> think, think of the end result. <laughs> Literally, that, that's what you got to think of, man. Like, yeah, it's, it is hard and, you know, I don't like getting up and training some days and doing that, but when you get all the results out of it and you know you're healthy and you're going to live longer and you feel good and I don't know, man, like that's that should be your motivation. Do you embody a particular diet? Like, for example, I when I was competing, I'd do a, I was implementing the carnivore diet and with some added fruits and some honey in there. Uh, Paul Saladino got me onto that. He's an MD and he's, he's amazing. Um, but yeah, I was, I was on a heavy carnivore-based diet and I'd only add some fruits in there. Uh, have you implemented a particular diet or it's sort of a balance or is it for each body is different? Yeah, that's a good question. I think I've tried every diet over the past six years, like literally every diet. Um, and I try that because I like to utilize different strategies and stuff on my clients. But um, I think what I've realized out of all of it is um, no real diet works better than any other to, to a degree. Mm -hmm. um, it does come down to like calories in versus calories out if you want to gain weight or lose weight. Um, but I think just at the end of the day, you should never really take away anything in terms of a macronutrient. Like 
you know, like carnivore is great for a little bit, but you can't go carnivore for 80 years. I just don't think it's possible um, unless you're crazy in the head. So, like, I think you should just have, like, a little bit of everything. Whole foods, obviously minimize, um, you know, packet foods. And just watch your portion sizes is probably another great thing is too many people, they eat, like, they might eat a salad, for example, but what they're putting on it is Caesar uh, sauce dressing and the salad's massive and then they're adding bacon and all of this where it's – that's what I mean. Like it's so much more in depth than just a salad's healthy. It's what you're putting on it and how much of it you're actually eating. Nutrition is a science in itself, man. Yeah, 100%. Man, it's crazy. Like I – I still learn something new every day with nutrition. It's so in depth, man. It's it's amazing. I've like, yeah, in the carnivore diet when I was on it, like I I had um, just prior to that I was doing a a vegan diet and not not because of my own choice. I just had a missus at the time who was a vegan and um, yeah, I'd sort of ate what she ate, and in the scrambles. I just was all over the shop. But then when I was on that carnivore diet, um, when I was scrambling, it's not like it was the matrix and everything sort of froze and stop. But when I was like doing like upside down rolls, everything seemed so much clearer. But I spoke to Dr. Peter Dingle, who's a number one gut health specialist in Australia. He's written so many scientific books. He was a uh, Murdoch professor. He is one of the number one speakers in gut health in general. He does – speaks to a load of people um, across Australia and the world. But he was said the same. He was like, um, carnivore's good. It's similar to keto diet. So you're trying to get your body into ketosis. So your body is experiencing and um, burning energy through your fats. Um, But it's just a more carnivore version of that. But he recommends that, yeah, you can really last eight months on that. Um, and it's interesting, like Jordan Peterson, he's, he's been on a carnivore diet for, for years. So I find nutrition just so interesting, man. And when you're working with people and when you're, um, you know, elevating their fitness and a big part is nutrition, how do you decide what, what, to, what to implement for them? Um, I, you know, I kind of do, you know, the, the set foods, like your lean meat, um, your vegetables, your fruit, a little bit of, um, healthy fat and a little bit of, um, whole carbohydrates, like non-refined carbohydrates. And then basically you just find out like your protein always stays the same. Um, and you just, you're either more fat dominant or you're more carb dominant. And you'll find that with someone, you're just going to have to play with them over two weeks so a lot of people I tend to find use carbs more as fuel and that's pretty pretty common, um, but the right carbs. And then you get some people that they just bloat off carbs. They they just they go foggy in the head. They feel like shit um, and they can virtually go no carbs, but you have to really increase like, you know, your good oils and um, like even – you know, good butter, salmon, egg yolks, and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, it's just, it's kind of person dependent, but it's just trial and error with their body, to be honest. And how, how much do you, because you're a machine, man. Like, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> nah, not you, anymore. <laughs> right, right. You, you definitely compared to me. Let's, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, but, what would you say? How long do you would you say hard workout? Because people start and then they don't see results. And for me, for me, it's really hard for me to go to the gym. I I find that I need to do a combat sports is is my preference. Um, but I know that you need to go to the gym. Period. What would you say for those people that sort of you know they go for two weeks or three weeks and then they sort of uh, like drowned out because they don't see results. What's the time period that generally you will see results from it if you're doing it consistently and what is consistently? Um, yeah, so, you know, I would say 
four days a week, you should be going to the gym um, and you can go anywhere up upwards to seven. But if you're doing below four, it's, yeah, I would say four is good. Um, is that once a day? I think, yeah, you don't need twice a day, man. Like I've never trained twice a day in my life. Really? If you have the time and uh, – no, nah, never, man. Never trained twice a day in my life. Amazing. Okay. It depends how hard you go in that one session, you know what I mean? Are you usually going for an hour? I go for an hour and a half, one session. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, I just think too many people and the word intensity comes in, but a lot of people maybe aren't training intense and they're not training to their fullest capability. Um, And then they might half-ass a session and – you know, if I was to half ass a session, I could easily go half ass another session in the Arvo. But I think it just comes down to how much you put into it. Amazing, dude. Uh, yeah, that's 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 massive. And it, do you yeah. do you go to limit on your weights, or do you go to um, like good reps so you you're good for the next day to work out again? Because sometimes people see, say you need to, you know, rip your muscles. Um, weights isn't something I'm, I'm that versed in. So, yeah, what what do you do yourself? Um, man, I, I to be honest, like right now, I don't actually, I don't know if you've watched, but I'm not really into my, I'm not really worried about my body image. Like I'm actually trying to lose a bit of size and um, I, I don't really care about being jacked and all of that anymore or shredded. So it's very different to how I used to train yeah. Um, on steroids. But when I used to train serious, everything was like, you know, you're pretty much trying to progressive overload. So you're trying to get stronger each session. Everything's documented by numbers. Um, so you're trying to beat pretty much exactly what you did last session. Um, whereas now I'm into like running and it's just more lighter weights. And I just, train how i enjoy so i just do the exercises i enjoy um like you know people say you got to squat deadlift bench to get results i don't do any of them i just go in and i just want to enjoy it at the end of the day so i can do it forever that's a massive yeah takeaway because a lot of people do want to just compound and by saying yeah you go to try and enjoy so you can be there the next day i think that's powerful i think a, a lot of people can take a lot from that 100 percent, man like at the end of the day i i did train for probably three to four years i didn't enjoy it i was chasing an image um i was doing all of this type of diet and training because that's what you had to do to like kind of look like that but at the end of the day, it's not sustainable. And that's what you've realized with a lot of diets is if you can't sustain it and you don't actually enjoy it, same with your training, there's probably no point because at the end of the day, you're going to give up whether it's tomorrow or one month down the track or a year, you're going to give up. And I would rather just be consistent for the rest of my life. Yeah, 100%, man. I, I definitely agree with that. Consistency is at the end of the day, the the most key thing. and as you said, I, I think the – I don't know if you even want to break down the, the steroid situation, whether it matters or not. Personally, isn't that industry full of steroids? Oh, 100%, man. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's using it. Like <laughs> why, is that, why is that big news? As in what do you mean? Like why were you caught, caught up in – like, why does it even matter in that industry? Oh, just because I had a um, – obviously, I've got a following. Yeah. And they tried to perceive me as like an influencer that's not really influencing, if that makes sense. Nah, break that down for me. Um, so, I hate the word influencer, but we're going to use it anyway. Yep. So, influencer means like – so, influencer means like you influence someone. Yeah. So if you call me an influencer, I'm meant to motivate, influence you in some type of positive, good way. Yeah. So they try to make it that I'm an influencer, but how am I an influencer when I'm influencing the wrong image and um, the wrong image and stuff like that by using steroids and then selling online plans 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, trying to pretty much say like I'm cheating and then I'm a bad influence, but I'm acting like I'm a good influence. I, I get what you mean, but I've never understood that argument because you can't just take steroids and get massive, right? That, that, doesn't, no. that doesn't fucking work at all. Like if you're going to take it, you still got to work out every single day. You still got to go and do the work. And like I, under, I, I sort of understand the argument, but the, I don't think the influence comes from uh, your – did you tell people to take steroids? No, no. Exactly. I, yeah, I don't really know about it all, man. It's just that's just what they kind of accepted it as. Yeah, right. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't um it, it sounds like a hit piece to me, man. But yeah, um what's what's where where's the end goal that you you'd love like to 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 be with the podcast itself? Like who's um, who's a target for you? Like I set these these targets out. Um, like uh, Dr. Robert Malone was one of my targets. I hit that one out of the park in his first Australian interview. Um, just throughout this this entire ordeal in uh, that's happening in the world, I, I thought that would be a fantastic, and I never thought that I'd get it, but I did reach that goal. Um, uh, Jordan Peterson is another one uh, for me, and I've, I've got a few others. So, have you got some targets that you've set in terms of interviews? Yeah, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an epic, epic, epic one, eh? No, I'm not kidding. Why, Joe? Yeah, no, I, 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 me, me neither. Like me neither. I'm. I've got a 30 year plan to interview Joe Rogan. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Um, no, nah, to be honest, I've yeah, I just want to keep getting good guests on in different fields and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't, I haven't really thought over that. Kind of each week, what I do is I just kind of scroll through IG, think about someone that would be cool to connect with and have as a friend, and um, get to know their story. And then I usually just send them a voice message. Mm. And say, you know, for example, Danny Green. Hey, Danny, how are you, brother? Like, love your work. Um, would you be keen to come on my podcast and have a chat? And then, to be honest, man, 90% of them just say yes. So it's pretty good. And that's a takeaway for people out there because people are always like, oh, how do I how do I reach this person? How do I network with this person? You essentially Not just get people. on Instagram and send them a voice note literally that's what I do. Like I think too many people complicate it. And at the end of the day, bro, like I don't know if you asked me to come on yours or I asked to come on yours. I can't even remember. Do you remember? Uh, no, we we just got talking and then we were like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do it. But that's what I mean. At the end of the day, bro, you were either going to say, nah, like I'm full of guests or, you know, you didn't really want me on or you say yes. Like there's, it's just yes or no. There's no fucking harm in asking. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You and, you complimented on the on the episode of the Shisha Bar, and then we just started talking. And yeah. oh yeah, that's right. And um, it's good, man, because like now, like even out of just this little convo, man, like I feel like I know you so much more. And obviously, yeah. I'll keep supporting your podcast, and I'll probably get you on mine. Definitely, and man. I'd love to come. So, I think that's what's so cool about podcasts is like I've just got it. I've just gained another like proper good friend in my life and that's i don't know man that's what it's all about couldn't agree more man and i, I and that's 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 the the way that i look at things as well people do complicate everything they want to get an email of this person they don't know what to say to this person especially after doing podcasts what i've found is a lot of people are just humans man you just reach out yeah. you connect you say hi you say, are you are you free sometime? If you're not free this time, like, do you have, you know, plans here? And and you and a lot of them are really down to earth, and that's that's the most important thing. Like yourself, I, like you have a massive following, and it, and it's amazing. But speaking to you, you you're just a real down to earth dude, and you want to you have amazing guests, and you want to ask 
questions and you want to develop yourself is what I'm what I'm getting from you and what I'm understanding from you. And I, I appreciate people like that, man. I appreciate uh, you. I, I get what you're saying where you wanted to initially create the podcast to change the image. And after speaking to you, like, I, I, think, I think you're doing that. And after listening to your podcasts, I think you're really, you're really nailing on, on the head. So, yeah, I want to congratulate you for the work that you've done and, and the podcast itself, man. Fuck yeah, man. It means a lot, eh? Like, I just like feedback like that and, you know, vice versa. It's like, yeah, you, you, you're doing good with your podcast, man. Like, I don't talk shit and I think it's it definitely caught my eye. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Otherwise, I wouldn't have interacted with you and stuff like that. So, I think if you can, even if, you know, a few people listen to this from my audience and that attracts them over to your page and maybe you get one of them on as a guest or, and it's kind of what I call it is it's just like a trickling effect. If, if we're all good people, you'll just meet more good people. Couldn't, couldn't agree more, man. Couldn't agree. And yeah, I'd, I'd love to come on anytime, bro. You, you got, yeah, you got my details. Um, we'll, we, I'd love to actually do this in future in person once um once we're back in the studio and once this whole ordeal finally blows over, man, it'll be it'll be yeah. amazing. But yeah, I do appreciate you, man. And do you want do you have a last thing you want to leave everyone and just let them know where where they can find you as well? Yeah, man, a face to face would be they're they're definitely the best. Like I do like doing face to face when you got like a proper setup and a couch and all that. Yeah. I've done a couple at my house, but um obviously it's just very hard. Like obviously majority of guests I've got on don't even live in the same state as me. So yeah. Um that's where it becomes hard. But man, when the borders open and that, my goal is just to set up a studio here and I just want to have guests come in from all around Australia, you know what I mean? Um so 100%. I'd love to have you on. 100%. And with my socials, it's just I am Jackson Tippett. It's just all one word. And basically everything's on there in my bio with my website. And, um, yeah, if, if you want to just send me a DM, I'll definitely get back to you and hopefully fucking you get something out of this. That's that's all I can really wish for. And for everyone listening, um, don't – yeah – don't be uh, – some people get um, discouraged when they see um, a, you know, a following or something. Reach out, man. <laughs> He's a down-to-earth dude and um, truly just, just shoot him a DM and get in contact. And if you want, um, you know, assistance, ask him and uh, he'll, he'll definitely help you out. And especially about the mental health situation, man, I appreciate uh, the work you're doing there and um, the light that you bring to there and uh, through fitness and through the coaching. Um, that's that's something awesome that I also got to commend you on that as well. Yeah, much love, bro. And um, I'll definitely get you on, my man, 100%. I'll give you a DM after this. Can get you on fucking next week if you want. Yeah, let's um, do it, man. Yeah, 100%. I just, uh, man, I, I don't really have like a, I don't really have like a niche for my podcast. A lot of people ask that. Um, It's just at the end of the day, like if you support me and like I go on your podcast, probably nine times out of 10, I'll have you on mine. You know what I mean? But um, if you don't support me and you ask to come on my podcast and you don't even have any value to bring out of it, it's like, why would I get you on? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. I I definitely... Definitely understand that. It's it's all about, you know, it, it is all about helping each other and it's not about um, taking either. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk had a great first uh, book, uh, Jab, 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 Right Hook, where it's about give, give, give and ask. And it's all, it's all you, you're trying to help each other out. And the beautiful thing about podcasts is that it is a new medium and it, everyone's also growing into space together. And yeah, me and a lot of Australians, I, I definitely back. And down to earth people like yourself, I definitely, yeah, back you, man. And well done and great work. Yeah, much love, bro. And um, yeah, we'll definitely meet and link up and maybe even go watch a, um, a Jake Paul fight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, my brother, I'm going to leave you to it and um, I'll speak to you shortly. Thank you yeah, for coming much on. Much love, bro. Cheers, brother. Cheers.